It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots. Well, today we have, we missed last week, uh, my mom, she's not doing well, so if you're a praying person, please pray for my mother, she's not doing well, so, um, but it's alright. Today we have a couple movies to talk about. First one we're going to talk about is Uncharted. We went to see Uncharted. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I am a big Uncharted fan, and um, so, I'm going to, uh, I wanted to go in this to try and give the film its, you know, kind of give it a shake on its own merits. I didn't go into this film wanting to hate it or anything, and you know what, I, I, I'm going to give you some positives before I get into my negatives, just to make it. Not sound like I'm just some Uncharted fanboy that's just dumping on the movie because it's not exactly like the games. <laughs> because I did like this movie, but I still had a lot of problems with it. So, as for the positives, um, I think the action and the choreography was really good. The 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 you know the stunt work was very good. Um, the acting was the acting was good. I I thought the character you know the actors' chemistry was really good. I thought the humor was good. Um, but that's that's really it, it's a good popcorn flick. I'm gonna raise. I'm gonna have to do this on two skills because on two like two uh, uh, scales as like a fun popcorn action flick. I would give it a three, but as an Uncharted movie, I'm gonna have to give it a one. And my my so the, none of these characters, none of these actors portray come off as Nathan Drake or Sully. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think everybody was just completely miscast. Mark Wahlberg especially, because Mark Wahlberg was just Mark Wahlberg in this. <laughs> um, that, that, he's just doing his Mark Wahlberg shtick. He's always just talking fast all the time. Hey, kid. That thing <laughs> that he does in all his movies. Um well, I'll have to chime in here because I'm a person who's only played all the way through. I played Uncharted Four. Yeah, all I was. The way through. I was wanting to get yours in a minute just because dabbling, okay. but all right, I'll but, let you keep. Going. Okay, okay. Well, I just don't think they embody those characters at all. If this wasn't an Uncharted movie, if it was called anything else, I think it would have been better. And I did like this, and I think if you're uh, if you don't, you're not really into Uncharted. You know, you're not a gamer or anything. You might go in this. You probably would enjoy it. But the biggest problem this film had, it's not that it was an Uncharted film, and it's not... That's not the problem. It's logic. There's some stuff in here. Now, when you're watching these films, they kind of have a fantastical element. And so you gotta, you know, you gotta suspend your disbelief some. But there's suspending my disbelief, and then there's having my intelligence insulted. And there are... When they're hunting these treasures... They're just coming across things that make no sense. Like, oh, well, here's this button in the middle of this church on the wall that nobody has ever pressed. Nobody's been cleaning around this. Nobody's been cleaning back behind this altar so they never know anything's about. Oh, we found this underground um, 
uh, Roman burial chamber, and it's underneath the grate of a fountain in a plaza of, in the middle of a city. Like, nobody's ever looked down into the grate. Nobody's done any maintenance down there. And then there's, like, an open cave that's, like, near a resort. It's like, oh, there's a big old pirate ship, and nobody's ever gone into this open cave, you know, that's just hanging wide open. It's, it's just... You, it's just really dumb things like that that kind of, it's like, come on, man. But, um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Roger. So, okay. So, as a person who's only played the, the uh, Uncharted 4 all the way through, and I played some of 1 and some of 2 uh, before I rage quit, um, <laughs> uh, I don't have the patience for stuff, you know, to do all... Um, as a movie... Uh, I'm going to say that it has very two-dimensional kind of characters. If you've seen the extended trailer, you've pretty much seen the whole movie. They give away a ton of stuff in the trailer that really, you know, kind of ruined the movie for me because the the heightened moments that were in the movie that um, should have been surprises or should have been like, you know, wow moments were already in the trailer. You know, a lot of the jokes were in the trailer. Um, you know, so that was a problem. Uh, the other problem that I had was the same problem Richard had, which is the logic problems, where, you know, nobody has, like, found these ships. There's a huge hole in the jungle. Anybody flew over that and seen those ships down there? I mean, they're, they're, they're in broad daylight. Like, you know, out in the middle of the jungle, you fly over that, you could see it really easily. Um, but it's near a resort. They would have gone like cave diving oh, and things yeah. like that right next yeah, to it's a, it's a so huge, much of that. It's a wide like he, open he cave. He pushes this button in this um, mausoleum or whatever, mm. or this church. Yeah. And nobody like pushed that at any point. You know, I mean, all you got to do is push the button to reveal this thing. Um, it, it was really, and you know, I played Uncharted 4 and I found Uncharted 4 to be a lot more interesting and exciting than this movie was. Um, and, you know, if you're just going to go see it for like a like a quick, you got nothing to do for an hour and a half or so, you know, you want to go see a little little popcorn flick, this is the movie for you. But yeah, if you're might. looking for any kind of intelligent anything, this movie really does insult your intelligence. It, it did mine, and I, I'm not really a gamer, so... Yeah, it... Um, just speaking from a, an honest perspective as somebody who's never really, you know, played these games much, um, the, the movie kind of fell flat for me. I, I just really... Like I said, all the characters in the, in the story um, were very two-dimensional. There was not really... Um, I mean, even... Uh, even Nathan Nathan Drake's character, you know, the, the character of Nathan Drake was not really fleshed out. I mean, yeah, his brother, and you know, he's he's some kind of pickpocket or something. Well, they, but it was just not. I mean, there was no. I wasn't invested in it. You know, that opening in the movie. That's actually that that actually is some backstory from the first from the fourth game that did. But that's probably the most character development. You got in this, and, and another this thing problem with this was there wasn't really much of a story after that. I'll, I'm gonna call it set hopping. That's what mm -hmm. they did. It was like just hopping from set to set to set. There wasn't a whole lot in between. 
Yeah. There's not much story. It's just like, well, we found this thing. Now we're going to go find this thing. And then we're going to, we found that thing. Now we're going to go find this thing. Yeah. Just hopping from set to set to I set. Think, for scene. I think one of the biggest problems with this is a problem that um, any story is going to have with its main character. Okay. So the, if you don't have a, a situation at toward the end of the story where the main character changes somehow, um, then you've got a real problem. This character did not change at all as far as his personality or his own personal story. He didn't really change at all. It was just find the thing. Once we found the thing, now we are you know, fighting the bad guy for the thing. And it was basically just hunt the cat through the whole movie and it was not there wasn't really any huge sacrifice there was no uh, you know change of heart the character didn't have any kind of like you know they, they didn't develop really right. well um, well one character has a change of heart but it doesn't really there's nothing that really leads up to that that it just feels kind of very sudden that he has, that they have the right of yeah heart. it was very. It was very sudden and it was very un, unrealistic. It, it was like, okay, but why now? There's been nothing showing up to this point that yeah. that you would change your mind. There's no progression to that. Right. Um, right. And it's not that that I'm like, oh, well, you just you just want the same thing. You want it told exactly the same as in, no, that's no, not that's it. No, no, not no. it. I, we just need more of a story. You know, this doesn't really have much of a story. Because I don't know if you've. If you're listening to this, I don't know if you've ever played one of these games before, but they're very involved. I mean, the story is very intricately woven and 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 well crafted. I mean, Uncharted Four was extremely well crafted. I I was like really engrossed in the story. I mean, even more than just the adventure part of it, um, you know, climbing cliffs or stuff. I wanted to get into like, okay, well, what's the you know what's the mystery. How can I solve this? You know, and um, you find clues along the way that kind of help you. Um, it's really good. I mean, those games are great for that kind of thing, and they are mystery games to some extent. I mean, you are solving a huge mystery, and you're trying to find some kind of sure, treasure. Sure, but but the biggest thing about those games is uh, the best thing about those are the characters and mm-hmm. their relationships. Sure. And you know, Soli's got kind of like this father-like relationship with with Nathan Drake, and that's not seen here. No. Um, no. The, it, it's just uh, you know the banter. Like I said, I thought the banter was pretty good in this, but it's just, uh, yeah. I gotta have some kind of character who changes somehow. I gotta have. I gotta be invested in this person because they're, you know, um, one of the things that. Um, I, I'm, I've learned about stories over the years and writing stories is that um, and shoot teaching stories you know how to write stories um, your characters have to have some kind of thing that they're dealing with either internally or externally that is huge for them that if they don't change it that their character is going to fail somehow and you see this in, in a lot of characters, okay? I mean, Harry Potter is searching for his family the whole time. He's always trying to figure out who he is and who his family is. And, and you know, he comes to a realization at the end of that whole saga of who he is as a person, and he changes. He becomes this kind of savior for everyone. Um, Luke Skywalker, you know, he's always trying to find out who his dad is, who who's the who's behind all this. You know, he's trying to 
get to the bottom of what happened to his Aunt Beru. And I, there's a whole thing that they are trying to do. This movie does not have that. It's just, I'm looking for the gold. That's basically it. There's, there's nothing else. It's like, i got to find the gold. Okay, well, why? I mean, what would have been really great is if, is if uh, Nathan Drake had some kind of ticking clock thing where it's like, I'm going to lose my house. Or, you know, I've got some kind of major thing that, you know, uh, affects me personally that if I don't find this gold, that my whole world's going to, you know, end. You know, that would have been the better movie um, because, honestly, that's kind of what happens in the games. You know, he's, he's under a time crunch to find something or somebody's going to die. I mean, that, that would have been a better story. But this one is just, let's find the gold. Okay, well, here's this puzzle. Okay, well, we solved it. Now we go to the next location. And it was just like... What? Another thing with his character is like, so at the very beginning, you're seeing him kind of just stealing from people that, stealing from customers at the bar he works in. Yeah. And then, just later down in the line, he's like, oh, Sully, all you ever care about is the money, not like me. I, I'm suddenly got this honor code all of a sudden. It's like, yeah. well, that made no sense. You no were, sense. Also, it, it, it there was no reason for that. And then another thing was like, they never really explained how he got you know, his fighting skills mm-hmm. were his fighting skills. He just kind of knew how to do all these crazy fights and everything, you he's, know. He's Spider-Man. Yeah, he's, he's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He does a Spider-Man pose at one point in this movie. Yeah, and he but, even has a Bronx accent, the same Bronx, and, and this is a British actor. Um, he even has the same Bronx accent he does from, from Spider-Man, so but, that's his go-to American accent, I guess. But, oh man, my mind just went blank. I, I had something else on my mind. Um, but yeah, he just, you know, I, I don't know. These just weren't the characters yeah. for me. I, I don't need the story, the same story we told. I just want the characters to be represented yeah. better. And yeah. Yeah. I understand why they cast these people. Like Tom Holland's probably like the biggest movie star in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So of course you'd want him to lead and, you know, you want to get somebody probably younger to you know, make sequel after sequel after sequel. Yeah, but. yeah, and they definitely set this thing up for a sequel, mm-hmm. regardless of how it's going. Well, do. if you played the first game, the the mid credit scene kind of is like leading into the events of that game. Right. Um, yeah. But you know, it was fine though. I, I give as a popcorn action flip, I give it three. I probably won't watch it again. I'm not going to buy the Blu-ray. But I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you and give it a two. Okay, go ahead. I, I just. I just can't. I just can't give this movie. I mean, I don't want to give it a one. It's not that bad because it is entertaining to some extent. But I'm going to give it a two because it's probably on the level of something like. Uh, well, no, it's just a little bit above maybe F nine. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I, I just. I, oh, I didn't think it was as bad as F nine. It's not as bad as F nine, but it's it's pretty bad. I mean, but it's a little better than F9. Okay. If, if it has a sequel, I'll go see a sequel, but I'm not going to buy the Blu-ray, and I probably no. won't watch this one yet. But three and for I'll... me as a movie, as an Uncharted movie, one <laughs> is not Uncharted at all. Not, all right. I, except that I do like, I did like that they gave, kind of a spoiler, but it doesn't really matter. They gave no, Nolan North a cameo, which was cool. That was cool. And they And they kept the music. And what's really bad is that, I didn't know who that was, and so Richard had to tell me, like, in the middle of the field. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, all right, so moving on. 
the next movie we have to, to tell you about is our movie of the week. But usually, we watch a movie that's really horrible and we talk about it. But this one, we started off like, okay, what is this, right? And started watching it, and man, it is funny. Okay, the movie we're talking about is Werewolves Within. Yeah, it's based on a VR game of the same name by Ubisoft. Yeah, so two, um, two movies about video games today. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but this one, this one, uh, right from the get-go, man. And I don't want to spoil this movie... Because I want you to watch it. It's on uh, Showtime. You can see it on Showtime. Or you can get it on demand. Or yeah, whatever. you can rent it. Um, but uh, it's got... Uh, let's see. Who's in it? You got this uh, this kid. What's his name? I had it. Is it Harry Gillen? Yeah. He, he plays Guillermo on uh-huh. uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, but it's got like a kind of a motley crew of cast. It's like a ensemble cast. Uh, one of them is the girl from the... From the uh, uh, AT&T commercials is in it and she's really funny um, but this movie has has a whole bunch of like hodgepodge characters and it's a bunch of wacky characters that live in this town in, like it's in, in, in Vermont or something up in the mountains and there's a bunch of werewolf like murders going on and uh, have to figure out who the werewolf is and I'm not going to tell you who it is because I want you to watch this movie, but let me tell you something. The very beginning of the movie, and this is not really spoiling anything. At the very beginning of the movie, they have this quote that appears on screen on don't, black don't screen. Don't tell them who the quote is by, though. No, I won't. <laughs> but it's like about you know uh, who your neighbors are, and the music is like really serious and like really scary. And then the name of the person pops on the screen, and this boom, you know. But the name of the person will make you laugh as to who said that. Oh my goodness! It is the fun. It is one of the funniest little uh, low budget movies I've seen in a long time. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's really good. Uh, great acting, really funny uh, dialogue. Uh, they got some of the best comedic people to be in this. Yeah, I mean, I knew what this movie was because I'd been wanting to do it for the podcast for a while. I knew, I know of the game, and I mean, yeah, that's basically the thing of the game is is you're 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 playing in VR. There's a group of characters, and you got to figure out who's the werewolf. <laughs> and uh, you know, I haven't played it because I don't have a PlayStation VR set. Although I, I will invest probably in the PlayStation VR two when it comes out. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's really funny. The game is not the game is not a comedy. The game is a mystery thing. This is just straight comedy. It it's is really funny. Straight comedy. Can it's we, really great. Can we say I just now thought of this. I, I don't know why I wasn't thinking of it in this way, but can we say this is probably one of the best video game movies made? It's uh, been made. You know. I didn't even I didn't think about it. I knew it was based on video game, but I didn't even think of, of it of it being a video game movie yeah, until just now. We've reviewed some video game movies like uh, the the new Resident Evil movie, you know, which was not very good. Um, but, I mean, dude, this movie, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, as far as video game movies go, this one is really good. I was really laughing all the way through mm-hmm. it. it. It was really funny. It was really, really funny. Um, just a great job done all the way around. With, um, you know, like just the acting, the the writing, um, the the facial expressions. 
this, the timing, just these people had, and the person that directed it uh, did a fantastic job of just directing all these people to do these hilarious things. You know, it's just really, really funny. Um, so, uh, that's a movie you ought to check out. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, definitely five stars. I'm going to give it five because it's really funny and it's really worth your time. If you don't have Showtime, uh, you know, go rent it. Drop it. Drop a drop a few bucks into a into a, a streaming service. You know, and 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 you know, watch this thing. So, um, all right. So I guess that's it. So next until next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Roger Coots.